0: Breaking down all the plays and getting you in the action. We've got you covered
1: all season long. Welcome to the BCSN Nation podcast, powered by Marco's Pizza. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into season two, episode number 12 here on the BCSN Nation podcast, powered by Marco's Pizza. Thank you so much for stopping by today. We've made it into the second round of the postseason here in the 2023 high school football season. So as we are here in the second week, let's take a look back at the first week of the playoffs. Mike Rob, what is your biggest surprise from week one of the postseason?
0: I probably might need my microphone, right? <laughs> you might but need the microphone. <laughs> I, I'll say this. My biggest surprise was definitely uh, Fremont-Ross and how they played versus Avon uh, Avon Lake and also St. John's. You know, both of those teams, they played in a big way, you know, down, uh, not, not a high-seed football team, but I thought they came out and competed really well, and, uh, and, and the future looks promising for both of those programs. Justin, I'm, what you got?
2: I'm going to go with Napoleon at Bellevue, and not because Napoleon won the game, but because of how they won the game. Putting up 41 points, they beat... Bellevue forty-one to twenty-four, and that Bellevue team was battle-tested. They yeah. took on some of the best teams in Northern Ohio, especially in that Sandusky Bay Conference area. Next up for Napoleon, Cleveland, Glenville, the defending Division Four state champs on the road. So the Wildcats have their handful, but keep in mind where this program was the last couple of years. Coach Tyler Swerry doing a great job, led them to that Week Ten showdown against Southview. Came up short there, but bounced back and got a first-round playoff win.
1: I like it. I like it. I was paying attention to that Finley game, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on today's show. But coming up on today's show, we've got our bracket breakdown. Like I said, we're here in the second round of the playoffs. So we're going to break down the brackets. We're going to look at where the teams are here as we move farther ahead into the postseason. We've also got, like I said, a stunner happening in Finley last week. Also, Defiance at Central Catholic and our Game of the Week preview, Avon Lake at Anthony Wayne, and so much more coming up on today's show. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. We are Wednesdays, 4 p.m. on BCSN. Make sure you tune in. And also, if you miss it, tune in to our audio podcast platforms throughout the week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and bcsnnation.com slash podcast. And also to see all of our content here as we cover the postseason for the 2023 high school football season, check us out on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at bcsn sports all right let's go ahead and start things off this week with something new here we haven't done this before we're calling it justin with justin he's got 60 seconds on the clock we get that alliteration this week here 60 seconds on the clock for anything justin wants to talk about go ahead kick us off i to give you be, be two topics in 60 seconds i got a countdown i hate the countdown
2: all <laughs> right carter lowe from whitmer high school yes the panthers came up short but hats off to him junior offensive lineman Narrowed his choices for college down to five. Yeah, You may have heard of him. Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Alabama, and Michigan. He is a wizard, a three-sport athlete. You know how I advocate for multi-sport athletes on any platform I can. So hats off to Carter Lowe. 30 seconds to go. How about Ottawa Hills at Colonel Crawford this Friday night? We're going to talk about this in the brackets a little bit later. But their defense is legit. Allowed seven points or less in nine of their 11 games. The last time they allowed more than seven, way back in September, September 15th. Ooh. One caution, Reddick Pillarelli broke his collarbone in the first round. He's out for the rest of the season. His brother Rocco nursing an injured ankle. Hopefully the Pillarelli boys can get back and healthy and get a win. I think they went on the road.
1: Ding. There it is. All right. I like it. Look at that. Well, speaking Fire. of Ottawa Hills right there, let's go ahead and get into our bracket breakdown here. So we're going to go through uh, D1 Region 2, D2 Region 6, D3 Region 10, D4 Region 14, and D6 Region 22. So, Mike Rob, why don't you start us off here. Breakdown, what do we got going on in D1 Region 2?
0: Oh, man, we had a tough one last week. We see down there the, the big red teams are our teams here, you know. So that's Whitmer and Perrysburg. What a matchup right there. Perrysburg coming out the dark showing up to Whitmer and just doing what they wanted to do. They had their way uh, with that Whitmer football team on the ground and in the air. And what a performance you saw by Josh Tackett taking command, doing the, everything the right way, even from the hand fakes to everything. So this is going to be a big matchup for them versus Olden Sanji Berlin. And uh, with Finley, we saw what happened there. You know, uh, what a heartbreaker. That's Absolutely. all you can say that's 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 a heartbreaker because yes. there's nothing you can do about it. You just kind of got to take that. And this is like the second time this has happened to them this season. You saw it happen with uh, Anthony Wayne. So uh, this is a a family football team that's going to come back next year with Ryan Montgomery ready to rock and roll. But as far as everything else go, uh, it, it's a it's going to be an interesting. Um, breakdown in this bracket, but the only thing we can do is hope that Perrysburg can get the best of uh, Olentangy Berlin.
2: Yes. Those teams played each other last year at the exact same points in the second round, and Perrysburg won 24-8, so it's not unknown territory for Perrysburg. Hats off to them. They they got smoked against Anthony Wayne in Week 10, and they bounced back like Napoleon did Mm -hmm. uh, this past Week 10 to 11, but yeah, Perrysburg... Coach Dirk Connor told me in advance of that Whitmer game in the first round that he thought any of the 16 teams, and now that's down to eight, that would still ring true. Any of those eight teams on the screen right there have a shot to win it. Damn. All right. Well, let's move on to D2 Region 6,
1: Justin. What are we looking at right here?
2: Yeah, so we had six teams in our area. Now we just have two teams in our area, and those are either the co-champs or the outright champs from the two divisions within the NLL. So Southview, the Cardinal Division champs, uh, unbeaten in their division. We'll take on Olmstead Falls. Uh, we missed out on having a Clay-Southview rematch, uh, but we'll take Southview at home, a four seed, taking on a five seed. And it, it's it's time to put up or shut up now. There's no cupcakes yep. the rest of the way. Cool. These are all going to be legit matchups, no matter if it's 1-9, 5-4. I can see Avon handling Bra- uh, Brexville-Broadview Heights, but uh, it's going to be a challenge for both of our area teams, southview and Anthony Wayne, both teams have the home field advantage. Both of those teams are going to be traveling. Olmsted Falls and Avon Lake, so you're going to have to have the long bus ride on a Friday and then show up at 7 o'clock with the bright lights shining. But uh, it could be a statement night for both of those teams. It would be terrific to see them get into the third round. Even more terrific if they could pull off some upsets uh, against Avon in the next round and then potentially against uh, Medina Highland there. Maybe. Maybe we get a Southview versus Anthony Wayne Ooh. regional final. That'd be Ooh. juicy and terrific because yes. they didn't play in the regular season. Uh, but a, uh, Coach Andy Brungard, I texted that to him. I said, hey, what about an all-NLL regional final? He said, 1-0 each week, Justin. 1-0 <laughs> each week.
0: That's a long way to go, baby. I
2: said, thanks for the coach speak. You know we don't de- do coach speak in the media. But, yes. uh, yeah, that's how I sum up that.
1: All right. Well, let's move on to Division Three, Region Ten, the home of Central Catholic. Mike guy what do we got right here?
0: Well, you know, you you said it right there, the home of Central Catholic, and that's exactly what you're looking at. You know, they should have their way this week with Defiance, taking care of business, and then you're looking at the rest of the bracket there, you know, Rocky River and Mansfield Senior. Mansfield Senior, sneaky, really good football team. Rocky River, got to see them play a little bit once this year, so it's going to be a tough matchup there. And then Tiffin Columbian versus Ontario. Uh, we know that Tiffin, and, and they uh they, they got the two brothers, the Roe brothers, and uh, the Roguero brothers, and uh and one's committed to Tiffin already, and the other one is looking to you know continue his career as a quarterback at the Division One level. So uh, they got a nice one-two combo on the outside. Should be fun, I think. That's going to be the team to make it out. But on that bottom side, you got Medina Buckeye, who's usually in the playoffs, and then Norton. Norton's a sneaky good football team. Uh, they can do a lot of di- different things to hurt you, and they're uh, very versatile. So. We'll see what happens with Norton, and, uh, and I'm expecting that, that bottom bracket to see Norton and Tiffin-Columbian if everything goes right as planned.
1: All right.
2: Let's move on here. Division 4, Region 14. You got other thoughts here, Justin? Yeah, we're talking about Perkins Pirates. They've been terrific all season long. They're legit. 11-0. Uh, Drew Pasture's fantastic 50 rankings. He's got them number one. Their strength of schedule, 16 out of 105 Division 4 teams across the entire state. So, Try to find a chink in their armor, and there are none in the sense of they got the strength of schedule. They got an undefeated record. They got a lethal offense. They got a great lockdown defense. Uh, I'm looking at Glenville and Perkins advancing all the way through, so the seeds would hold all the way through to the regional finals. Uh, That's going to be a terrific matchup if we do get To that, um, I to figure out where that game would be somewhere in the middle. There's not too many locations in between <laughs> Sandusky <laughs> and, and Cleveland, usually, it's in one or the other. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, Van Wert in there, you know, we've seen them perennial powers in the last five, six years. They've won a state title in that time span, they've been pretty solid. The Shelby Whippets, they've cool, they've also done very well. So, uh, you know, we, we want to see our, our teams advance out of here, but at Cleveland, Glenville. Uh, Ted Ginn, Senior. He, he's pretty well uh, regarded in the coaching world in the state of Ohio, and, and especially after coming off a state championship win last year. So, Napoleon, as we mentioned at the top of the show, going to have their hands full. Definitely. Let's move on to Division Six,
1: Region Twenty Two. Mike crowd. what
2: do we got right here?
0: Yeah, taking a look at it. You see our team, our lone wolf down here is Ottawa Hills. You know, big game right here with them with Colonel Crawford. You know, so we should see Ottawa Hills continue to try to control the football. You know, that's their that's their thing. Control the clock, slow down the clock. Uh, take the ball out the other team's hands and just be mistake free, and that's what they're going to have to do. They've done the, they've done some really special things, throwing the football around. You know, Riley, You know, those guys have been really tough and 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 hard to stop. So uh, we're cheering for Ottawa Hills to make this thing
1: all the way through. All right, and they had a phenomenal touchdown that happened last week, right at the edge of the end zone. It was a beautiful, beautiful touchdown. All right, let's move on now. We're going to take a look back at what happened last week. Talking about Audible Hills, we're going to take a look at some of the games that happened last week and our lightning round this week. We're going to start with Justin breaking down quickly some of the matchups that happened last week. Justin, you got a minute and 30 to break it down. Let's see what you got.
2: Perrysburg at Whitmer. Perrysburg was up 20 to nothing at one point in that game. Took care of business. Uh, they. Prove that they can be a legit team in the postseason going up against the Division One, uh big boys. Old Tangy Liberty at Finley. It's a must-see fourth quarter. Heartbreaking loss for Finley in the sense that they had a sizable lead. They put up 35 points. They looked in control for portions of the game, but then they had some false starts at the end. They had a, a miscue on special teams, and then a touchdown with zero seconds on the clock for Liberty, and then the two-point Conversion on the trick play to beat him. Tough loss for Finley going home too early. Cleveland Roads at Southview. Southview took care of business, Dominance on offense, defense, special teams. Uh, it was just a slam dunk for the Cougars. Now they got a much difficult challenge against Olmstead Falls. Uh, speaking of Olmstead Falls, they took down Clay forty to twelve. Olmstead Falls just uh, picked to beat Southview by twenty two points based on Drew Pastor's fantastic fifty. Uh, An 89% chance to win. So let's see if uh, Southview can use that to recharge the batteries and get some juice going into that matchup. And then Ottawa Hills and Margareta, the Pillarelli boys, as I mentioned, going to be injured, one of them out. Redick is out. Hopefully Rocco can give it a go, but they dominated against Margareta. I talked about their stellar defense, so they're going to have a a, a chance to make some noise here on the road against Colonel Crawford. All right, Mike Robb, what you got here? Hey, lightning round. Let's get it going. Hey,
0: Avon versus St. John's. I mean, you see the score right there, 28 to 20 uh, to zero. You know, obviously we didn't get what we wanted uh, if you're St. John's, but more importantly, defensively, I thought they did really good, you know, playing up against one of the better teams in the state of Ohio. And uh, and they showed up in a big way. So you got to take the hat and tip it to Coach Mack and his crew. Avon, Lake, and Fremont Ross. J.D. Moncrief. I mean, this kid is just special. I mean, what a special senior year he's had all all, all year long, finding a way to uh, help his team and get better as the season went on. They pulled up a lot short here in this game. I think they pulled away late in the uh, third and fourth quarter. But Fremont Ross tipped the hat to these guys. Um, and then Napoleon. Again, Napoleon Bellevue. Justin talked about it. I really like what Rubenstein has in him. And uh, Espinosa showed up in a big way, you know, winning versus Bellevue was a milestone victory for this program. So going into the second round versus Glenville, hey, anything is possible. Central Catholic versus Bowling Green, RPO. Actually, they came out and they they put some points on the board, Um, and, and they did a decent job of just trying to keep this game there without their head coach. Central Catholic, we know Mar- Marquand Braswell, and those guys are going to be dominant up front, and then also looking at the defensive line with Michael Cannings. They are really good. Huron and Genoa, this was a prize fight. You know, These two teams went back and forth. All night long, you know, um, and, and it just went down to the last one where the Huron Tigers was able to get the best of Genoa, you know. Um, and, and these two teams are very familiar, but, you know, Genoa, they'll be able to battle back. They got some young guys to come back, but Huron, <laughs> hey, they got the last one, and
1: they won. They did. All right, look at that, man. I love this lightning round. Well, those are the <laughs> games that happened last week, and now it's time to look at some games that are going to happen this week here. So let's jump into our next game here. We've got Perrysburg at... Olin Tanji Berlin, we got the 10 seed against the two seed. Justin, what are we looking at here in this matchup?
2: Well, I tried to look at the common opponents. There's only one common opponent that both of these teams have faced. That'd be Marysville. So Marysville lost to Berlin just last week in the first round of the postseason. Perrysburg beat Marysville all the way back in week two, yep. 17 yep. to 14. They used a final seconds field goal to win that game. So, you know, obviously if you do it, Mathematically, you'd say that Berlin has a better shot based on beating Marysville by more points than Perrysburg did. But uh, I think in in this one, you kind of don't totally disregard, but that week two was way long ago, two-plus months ago. So I like that the value of some different receivers. We've seen Gavin Fennekin just moss people all year long, did it again last week against uh, Whitmer, and he's just been fantastic. But Dominic Woods had a great catch and, and run for a touchdown against Whitmer for Perrysburg, and I think they just answered the bell. They had lost three of four, and they came back and said, hey, wipe the slate clean, and they came back and beat Whitmer, shut him out, and Whitmer got some points on the board late in the game when, for the most part, the, the game was not in doubt. But I think that uh, a, a similar performance as far as doing and executing what you need to do on offense, defense, and special teams, because in just talking to so many of these coaches, they fully understand that. Tiny, tiny mistakes in the first quarter or the third quarter, wherever the case may be, can dictate the eventual outcome of a game. Yes. Yeah,
0: you don't want to make too many mistakes, and then you talk about this Berlin football team, and you look at Harrison Brewster, their QB athlete, kind of does it all types of guy. You know, he's got a 1,000 yards rushing. When you hear that from a quarterback, that means there's going to be a situation where the team's going to spread it out, and they're going to have that quarterback in the backfield, and you're going to have to find a way to defend him with You know, defensive guys on the outside covering wide receivers and running backs or whoever spread out. So um, that's what's going to have to be key here for uh, Perrysburg. They're going to stop the run. Um, And that's what I look at. I think their pass defense has gotten a lot better. You saw it last weekend versus Whitmer. And I think they got to stop the run now. You know, and if they can stop this quarterback, you know, they'll be in good shape. But they also got to stop the kicker because they got a kicker that can knock it out from 50 or 55 yards.
1: All right. Well, you guys can catch this game this week, Friday, 7 p.m. on the BCSN Now app. All right, let's jump in now to our clip of the week. All right, welcome into our clip of the week here, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, here on the BCSN Nation podcast, powered by Marco's Pizza. A little context before we play this right here. Last week, Finley, with uh, 3 minutes and 11 seconds left on the clock, they were on the 3-yard line, looking to go up by 2 scores over Olentangy Liberty. They ended up falling all the way back after some false starts. A missed field goal, and Olentangy Liberty recovers the ball around midfield, goes down, scores, and then we have this clip right here where Olentangy Liberty goes for a two-point conversion. Mike Rob, walk us through what's happening right here. Hey, take a look. You got the Philly
0: special going on right here, you know, um, and you see number 12 catching the ball. That's Leonard, but he is not Tom Brady, so he's not going to drop it. What a play right here, you know, um, to catch this team off guard. First, let's talk about what happened here. Before the touchdown, well, they scored a touchdown, right, and then now... Finley wants to ice the kicker. Yes. They call a timeout, and after the timeout, now you see Liberty come out and say, hey, we're going to go for two and go win the game, which I thought was the right thing to do, because when you have Ryan Montgomery on the other side, the last thing you want to do is give the ball back to another playmaker, and they had the perfect play drawn up for the perfect time, and this is not the first time that they've won a last-minute game. This is the second time they've done it, and this one mattered the most. So, huge job right here. Everything went great from the executions, the flip, the pass, the catch, perfect 10.
2: Yeah, and this was a 14 seed beating a 3 seed on the road. And as you take a look across the entire state, this wasn't the only 14 seed to win. There was two others. So three 14 seeds won, three 15 seeds upset two seeds. We had uh, four four-seeds lose. We had six five-seeds lose. We had four six-seeds lose. We had eight seven-seeds lose. Actually, the eight nine-seed matchups across the entire state, the nine-seeds beat the eight seeds with a record of 18 and 10 so wow advocates for the expansion of the playoffs got a little more ammunition after the first round outcomes of the 2023 playoffs
1: and this was this was very a heartbreaker as you said my crowd we were all in the studio watching oh. huddled up around the tv seeing it happen and just just stunning to, to witness what happened right there. All right, if you want to witness more highlight clips just like this, then make sure to check us out on our TikTok. It's at BCSN Sports. Give us a follow over there. Help us to get to 10,000 followers. We post highlight clips just like this every single Friday. You guys don't want to miss it. All right, let's jump in now to another game coming up this week. we got Defiance at Central Catholic. The nine seed at the one seed. Mike Rob, when we're looking at this matchup right here, what are we looking at?
0: Hey, well, you know, one of the big things you're going to look at is just, you know, uh, how do you slow down a Central Catholic offense? You know, one thing that they want to do is just run the football at this time of year. You know, they're not going to really have to pass the ball as much, and they will throw the ball if they need to. But if you're defiance, you're looking to try to get some three and outs here. You know you know that you got a mountain in front of you, but the first thing that, that has to happen is stop Braswell, stop that offensive line, and find a way to penetrate and get in the backfield and create chaos for a Central Catholic's offense because defensively, Central Catholic is one of the best teams out there, period. So yep. you know that it's going to start with your defense if you want to win this championship-type game.
2: 2013, the last time these two teams met in the postseason, Defiance at Central Catholic. Mm-hmm. Central Catholic got the win 69-14. to Defiance coming off a win over Bay, 14-7. I just love the way in which all of the players for Central Catholic just attack each play, whether they're running the ball, or they're playing defense. They're just in attack mode and, and full go throttle. I saw Tyler Morgan third quarter against Bowling Green. And the game is in hand, and it is just a full-fledged sprint to the end zone. He did the you know, sprinter across the goal line <laughs> in <extending> his face. <laughs> the head, oh, yeah. Ducked head, Yeah. It, and it you know, it just makes you excited to watch them play and yeah. succeed. And, and that that's just what they expect. That's what the coaching. Staff and Coach Greg Dempsey have set. Like, here's our standard. You better meet it or exceed it because we got someone else who wants to meet it or exceed it.
1: Does Defiance give them give them a hard game here? Is it an no. easy walk in the park no to Central? Chance. No.
0: No. It'll be a running clock if they have one in the first half, unfortunately. Oh. But you know what? Shout out to Defiance.
1: I mean, making it to the second round of the playoffs is still the huge deal. Absolutely. All right. Well, you guys can catch that game also Friday night at seven o'clock on the BCSN now at make sure to tune in. And see how Central Catholic Fair's trying to move on. All right, well, let's go to our Robinson's Rants. Uh-oh. This is something we've been wanting to do for a while now. We had Justin with Justin earlier. And now we got Robinson's Rants coming up. He's got 60 seconds on the clock as well as we get that clock up here. Mike, Rob, you have anything you can talk about? Here you go here in just a second. Once we get this clock reset here, you can let it rip.
0: Oh, I'm going to start early before
1: my time. He started, oh, he's going he's gonna to jump it.
0: <laughs> and we're going to jump the clock here. There <laughs> here we go. go. Hey, so first thing is first. Cheese pizza is the best pizza that you should eat, okay? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't talk about pepperoni or any other thing. Like, hey, it's cheese pizza. It's, it's classic. Go for it, okay? Everybody in the studio understand that, and you two at home. Secondly, UT versus Bowling Green. I cannot stand that this game is a matching game. You know, a midweek game, UT versus Bowling Green. I mean, last night, you know, you get 10 people in the crowd, you know, for matching games. It's great for TV, but you know what? I really like to see these games on Saturday nights. I remember seeing it at BG on a Saturday and at UT on a Saturday and having tons of fans. Stop doing this rivalry a disservice. We got to find a way to get this game back on Saturdays by any means possible, okay? And then lastly. Talking about um, who's player of the year type things. I'm looking at Marquand Braswell as one of the top players of the year offensively around here and on defense. I'm looking at Mr. Jason Kelly. I mean, you got a lot of guys that, in my opinion, can be in that conversation, but those two dudes stand at the top.
1: All right. There's the Robinson's rants and talking about that cheese pizza. For you guys out there that don't go to the studio for Game Day Nation. (laughs) Listen, Mike Robb has a pizza that literally <laughs> says his name on the box every single week. It doesn't even say cheese; it just says Mike Rob, and it's always a cheese pizza. Because nobody Rob. else eats it. <laughs> <laughs> Either Mike Rob is doing something that uh, he's ahead of the times, or maybe maybe he's in his own lane. We'll find out. All right, it's time to jump into our game of the week preview. All right, welcome into our Game of the Week preview, brought to you by Dunn Chevy in Oregon. Here on the BCSN Nation podcast, powered by Marco's Pizza. This week, host of Game Day Tailgate, we got the seven-seed Avon Lake Shoreman at the two-seed Anthony Wayne Generals. Justin, big matchup this week. What do we got going on?
2: Yeah, uh, first off, you're crazy that no toppings on anything. <laughs> I know you go say something. <laughs> Two, Jason Kelly, OU, oh yeah, verbally committed to my Bobcats. And three, wanting it on a Saturday... You're going to get what you wish for because the next contract with the Mac and ESPN, they put forth your exact thought. So some rivalries will be protected, whether it's going to be on a rotation. There'll be a midweek match and they will be on Saturdays as well. Kind of in a four-year span, two and two is from my understanding. Anyway, Avon Lake and Anthony Wayne, Andy Brungard, 15 playoff games since he's been the head coach, 8-7 and record. However, he has had four second round exits we are in the second round so he's kind of got a buck a trend a little bit uh last year they got bounced in the first round and then in 2020 covid year they lost that first round game but they've had a string mixed in there with some second round exits so hopefully the two-seated generals can get the job done against a, a talented avon lake team but i think clay exposed some weaknesses in that avon lake defense last week in the first round so I think you know, if there's a, a coaching staff that I trust. It is one of several in the area, but Anthony Wayne and Coach Andy Brungard, no matter who is the defensive coordinator, they find a way to just push the right buttons and come up with a great game plan. And Coach Craig Rutherford, former Eastwood head coach, who's gone on a Mm -hmm. deep playoff run of his own as a head coach, taking Eastwood all the way to the state championship game a few years ago. So I think they will be prepared. Anthony Wayne, 72% chance to win based on Drew Pasture's fantastic 50. The two losses that Anthony Wayne has had, Hillier Darby way back in week one, and I looked at their schedule. That's not a bad loss. Hillier Darby now six and five overall, but they played some tough teams. And then uh, Whitmer, uh, and I think you'd say if, if Anthony Wayne played Whitmer again, it'd be a, a more even match. Uh, then strength of schedule, though, that's the one thing that would go in the favor of Anthony, or excuse me, against Anthony Wayne. They have the 51st best strength of schedule within Division Two. Avon Lake has the 20th. But I still think at home, Anthony Wayne. This game will be close, decided in the second half, but Anthony Wayne should come out on top.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Anthony Wayne is the better team. You know, they're going to just have to play mistake free football, you know, and um, and having them at home playing on their grass field, you know, those are the advantages you get, you know, on putting in, in, especially if there's some weather as well, you know, because then now you put this team at a disadvantage where they may have not played (laughs) in the grass played in those types of conditions. So I'm looking forward to seeing Anthony Wayne and Grant Kenny and these guys really just control the football and not make too many turnovers, you know, because Grant Kenny, we know that he can throw the football. He got wind sharp, but I'm looking forward to him running the football and just taking the clock out because his football IQ is higher than a lot of kids in this area. And I think that that's going to pay off for them in a big way.
1: Anthony Wayne's been one of your dark horse teams all season long on the Robinson's rankings. That's starting to come to fruition here, potentially, as we move into the third, you know, second, third round of the postseason.
0: It's because they win football games and because of what Justin said, they got great coaching. You know, they know how to make adjustments. And when you can adjust in football, you can win games because there's a lot of teams that don't make any adjustments. You you can't come into a game with a game plan and not have a counter to it because the opponent's going to have a counter as well. And that comes from coaching, preparation, and we know that year in, year out, you cannot count this Anthony Wayne football team out, no matter how good they are offensively or defensively. Their coaching is the third phase that really helped them out.
1: All right. Well, you guys can catch this game, Avon Lake, at Anthony Wayne, Friday night, 7 o'clock in the BCSN Now app, host of Game Day Tailgate. Justin and the crew are going to be there. But that's not the only game that we have coming up this week. We've got more games here in week 12. Justin, what do we got coming up this week?
2: Yeah, all these games are going to be live on the app. Olmstead Falls, Ooh. Southview. We got Defiance Central, Perrysburg, Berlin, Ottawa Hills, Colonel Crawford, Napoleon, Cleveland, Glenville, Huron at Liberty Center, Eastwood, Edison, and St. Mary's Memorial at Perkins. So we got the Toledo area covered, the Sandusky area covered as well. And I think uh, you know we should have. I'm I'm looking at that list. All all those teams on the screen there. You know, we should have four at least four teams. I think win in our area in advance to the third round of the postseason. We sh- could have more. Some of these games are, are coin flip games. perrysburg Berlin could be a coin flip game. I think Ottawa Hills can go on the win, uh, go on the road and win against the three seed. Uh, Napoleon, as we mentioned, gonna have a tough challenge against Glenville. Yeah. At here on Liberty Center. Uh mm-hmm. Liberty Center has just been world beaters. Give me I mean, Liberty. Yeah, they're 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 fantastic. And then at Edison Eastwood, you know, I'm curious to see with Eastwood. They battled against Genoa, battled against Oak Harbor within the NBC. Now taking on Edison out of the SBC. Uh, two quality small rural school programs and uh in very good conferences. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious, even though that's a 7-2 seed, I think that could be a coin flip game based on the way that Eastwood plays and Coach Sam Cotterman in his first year they're doing. And then we talked about Perkins, you know, legit. I see them going all the way to the regional finals at least. Uh, but, yeah, what do you think, Mike Robin a minute to go? Hey,
0: you know what that – I mean, I'm looking at that same schedule and saying that, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to all those games. I mean, it's, it's just uh, nice to have so many teams around here. But more importantly, one thing that I'm looking forward to is – the BC, BCSN one-day expansion to the Cleveland area so we can uh, get some more hills. I'm jumping. I'm jumping a little Ooh. bit. Hey, because on Twitter every week, everybody's like so jealous about the coverage that we get here yeah. in Northwest Ohio. Yeah. It's like, can we get this in Cleveland? We get like one game on TV. So um, I'm just happy to watch all these Northwest Ohio teams get to
2: play some football. Yeah, it's Southeast all Michigan right. to Whiteford at home against Hudson. Hudson, the last team to beat Whiteford. Ooh. It's been a long streak. Man, it's been a while. I think Whiteford still has the advantage. We got 20 seconds to go.
1: All right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for stopping by this week on the BCSN Nation week. podcast powered by Marcos Pizza. We are deep in the postseason. We got more coming up here very, very soon. Make sure you guys tune in next week on the podcast Wednesday, November 8th at 4 p.m. We'll see you then.